like millions of people around the modern world, I sporadically suffer from something diagnosed as anxiety. We discussed anxiety on the podcast before, both our varied experience of it and our guests. When I look back on our previous episodes addressing this matter, I often find myself inspired, particularly by our male guests who talked about their own experiences with anxiety. I think this is probably because their experience most closely resembles mine. Um, I appreciated Gary Fold's rawness and determination to meet his anxiety head-on, which is something I've tried to adopt after meeting him. The results here, unfortunately, have been a bit varied. Um, I also try and rely on the processes that I feel work specifically for me after hearing Michael Bum talk to us about his processes in the face of complex post-traumatic stress disorder. Routine is definitely something that's helped me take back some control of myself. Then there's Ryan Coots, a young man whose self-awareness and openness has left me trying to be, be a bit more open myself when I'm feeling less than 100% and verbalising how I feel with, with those who care for me. And in general, I, I try to reflect on all my podcast encounters and see whatever I can steal for your guests that might work for me on top of trying to be mindful of my mood and my behaviours. The issue is, is that this is often where I run into trouble. I often end up feeling like I'm stuck in a loop, a revelation, and then self-loathing and doubt, and then a fresh understanding of myself or my behaviours in certain situations. But <clears throat> things like this and you know other similar things like education, where throughout your life you can continuously gain qualification after another, I feel like self-awareness essentially breeds more awareness of yourself um, and that is a continuing process that kind of feels never-ending at times for me and when you're when are you ever aware of yourself enough to stop having to manage yourself like does it end i don't think it does so you have to deal with it and it can feel like not only are you sort of digging a bottomless hole but you're also doing it pretty badly too. Um, in light of this and, and in my reflections, I've started trying to go beyond just managing myself to attempting to understand myself instead in the hope that getting to the root of what drives my emotional instability might help me combat it a bit better. And I think this is mostly off the back of your sort of Aces episode recently with, with sort of James Doherty, which you should check out if you're, you know, you know already. We also recently guested on the Drunk Therapy podcast, um, and on the show I kind of drunkenly posited something to the effect of, you know, as a man, I was never taught to express or even sort of process my own emotion in anything resembling a healthy way. In fact, I was actively discouraged for even acknowledging they exist. This was a bit of a light bulb moment for me. There have been times in my life where I was at such an emotional deficit and blatantly emotional situations that I genuinely worried about being legitimately psychopathic. The counterpoint to that being I never actually tried to understand or process my emotions effectively in any of the first 35 of my 37 years on this planet. How could I manage emotions that it's not socially acceptable for me to have? Well, now when I look at my anxiety, I think, am I really scared of this innocuous social situation that's never bothered me before? 
or am I aware of myself now to the point that I know I'm going to feel something here and I worry about how I'm going to react to that and how others will react to me. Right now, I feel like a sustained period of like anxiety has tipped the scales towards depression. But in my mindfulness, I think more now in terms of emotional flux. Like the anxiety is a symptom of my inability to process my emotions in real time. And the time I've spent trying to process a near four decade backlog of emotion has led to a depressive episode. Basically, I went deeper down the hole and things got darker. I'm grateful for a better understanding of myself though, but I'm also still left wondering if, if my process is actually helping or hurting me sometimes. And if anything, can I my light in the dark recently has been the wisdom and experiences shared by our guests. I need to move forward either way. So how do I do that? For me in recent weeks it's looked like getting along to the GP and obviously, you know, adjusting any medications that I'm on. Um, trying to meditate and be mindful wherever possible, particularly in sort of stressful moments. Um, there are obviously an increasing number of like groups, anti-anxiety and, you know, just good people out there getting together with other people who are suffering and just sharing their experiences, actually telling other people that it's alright to have these emotions and that you're no wrong or bad for actually feeling something. Um, so I highly recommend any of these around the city and obviously, you know, if you need any help getting in touch with any of them, just hit us up. Um, important one for me is, is also chatting with friends. I'm really grateful for my co-presenter Paul, um, obviously having similar experiences and similar backgrounds, like it makes chatting with like a peer on a one-to-one -one basis a really easy thing, and I know that's maybe not always the case for other people. Um, but also, kind of like this, like writing down or just finding some way to record what you feel, whether it's a wee voice note to yourself or a diary or whatever, like paying attention to these things will help you combat them. And these are the things that we've learned through doing the podcast with our guests, particularly, you know, obviously the men who suffer with anxiety such as myself. Like, they work for these people, they are largely working for me, and I just want to sign off by saying that you don't have to be afraid of feeling. Cheers. <laughs>